And uh, I think there's going to be some pretty upset people this, this year, you know? Yeah. Mate, it's getting colder. You said you've had snow, right? Yeah, we had a little bit of snow, actually. Yeah, uh, it is getting really cold, uh, especially now in, in the water. Uh, outside, I mean, we, we have, I mean, we are prepared for it. I have a big duvet and a jacket and everything. But uh, out on the water, it's starting to get really cold now. Um, yeah, I'm using gloves. What, I've been doing that what, for like a month now. But What temperature will be the minimum that you'll go out in? Well, you know, one or two degrees you'll still go or that's getting too cold? Uh, depends on uh, how, how how bad I'm uh, missing it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I actually have uh, a picture from, uh, I would say three years ago or something with me and, you know, Kent Elegard, the Danish guy riding with me a lot and uh, with Nick as well. And we, we are out riding. There's a hole in the ice. Uh, you know, uh, on water that we are riding on. And we actually, to be able to go out to that little pond uh, in the ice, um, yeah, you have to walk over the ice and, and ride in that. So, and you can see, you know, our um, the, the the quick release is like full of ice and every our, our clothes, our wetsuit and, you know, everything is like ice on it. Uh, so yeah. that was like, I would probably say minus five or something. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. But it was, it was fun. It's not like we do Did, that. Was it? A, were, you, were you wearing a dry suit, or you were actually in a big thick wetsuit? We we are wearing wet wetsuits. Uh, yeah. So uh, mm. I had uh, like um, a fleece, uh, inner fleece um, yeah. uh, rash on, uh, like for warmth, and then the wetsuit, and then I have a hoodie uh, outside. So yeah, uh, three four layers. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I won't go once it's under about, if it's un, no, that's a lie. I think they're probably the coldest I've ever kited in, honestly. Maybe like 20 degrees. Wow. 20 degrees. And then, and then I'm full in a full 3-2 with the heater on in the car, mm. getting warm before I go out. <laughs> God, I'm a, I sound so weak. Have you ever tried uh, snow caning? No. Like gone away trying to soak okay. Mate, I've only seen snow fall a couple of times in my life. Um, mm. One time in Russia. I mean, I'm from New Zealand. I'm from Auckland. I'm in the north of New Zealand. It doesn't snow there, you know. So, mm. But I, now, I mean, I lived the last 20 years in Dubai, so definitely no snow. Mm. Um, I cannot, Well, I mean, I saw Ru Fort Russia, snow fall in Russia, but I mean, I mean, I have seen snow falling, but, you know, maybe a handful of times. Mm. Not many. Mm. Maybe less than 20 times I've seen snow falling from the sky. Yeah, um, when I we we don't get a lot of snow uh, nowadays either, especially where I live in southern Sweden. But uh, we we are, I mean, we are uh, traveling to uh, ride on snow, usually yeah. the slopes uh, up in northern uh, Sweden or Norway, but uh, or mid Sweden. It is actually <laughs> it's not even north. But uh, lately, we have been going away for snow canning as well. It's a totally different kind of feeling. Um, it hurts a lot more when you're falling. Sure, sure. <laughs> so, can uh, can you ride with smaller kites because you don't yeah. have the resistance of the water? Yeah, 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 yeah. So exactly, you don't need to. You don't need uh, the power to get you like out of the water and up. Uh, yeah. What's it called? Planning, Pla planning, planning, planning. Yeah. planning. Uh, so it's you can you can ride with much smaller kites. And uh, to be honest, I kind of mostly enjoy riding foil kites when I'm uh, riding on snow. Yep. 
yeah. Uh, because you don't, you don't. I mean, it's so much easier to carry with you, and uh, you know. I need to pump it up, all that stuff. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Depends on what you're doing as well. I mean, if if it's light wind, I usually go for freestyle when I'm snow kiting. But if it's a little bit stronger, we can go up the hills and uh, mountains and just uh, glide downwards or whatever. You know. Do you, do you use skis or snowboard? Uh, both actually. I'm I'm more of a snowboard kind of guy. Because uh, yeah. I've been snowboarding since I, since I was like 10 years old. Yeah. Uh, so for me, it's more natural. But uh, most of the guys yeah. that I ride with actually go with skis. See, I see in Ragnarok, right? I mean, after mm. speaking to Josh and Lassie and those guys who did Ragnarok before, all of them have said, if I do it again, I'll do it on skis. It is more comfortable because that, you know, especially on those longer distance races, right, to be yeah, yeah, yeah. on one tack can really wear your legs out, you know, rather than just going forward all the time, you know, being yeah. pulled forward and you're going from side to side rather than back and forward, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. Um, if I were to go on a, on a longer trip, I would prefer skis uh, every day yeah. uh, because, yeah. I mean, you're always standing on, like when you're kitesurfing, kite you know, you always stand on the, on the heel side edge, but you, you can't tilt the board in the way you can do in the water. So it's really uh, hard on your, uh, on your feet and, uh, knees and everything so yeah skis are to to prefer when you're snow kiting if you're by the way i do i do ski and it sounds so strange to say i haven't seen snow falling but i do ski and snowboard mm. but i used to snowboard and all my friends snowboarded but a lot of them have gone back to skiing now you know with the smaller parabolic skis the smaller skis a lot of those guys have gone back to skiing a lot mm. um so uh yeah i don't i don't mind either actually i'm, I'm happy to ride snowboard or skis yeah, I'm I'm mostly skiing now myself as well. I used to yeah. snowboard every, you know, all the time. Uh but I'm I'm enjoying the carving uh, feeling of of uh, yeah. I have some really good vocal um skis. So I really yeah. enjoy that. And uh, so I'm I'm a skier now more more than a snowboard actually. Yeah. But I do I always have my snowboard with me and you know uh, our uh, daughter she, she's 11 now. And she really got the hang of snowboarding last year. Uh, so we are looking for so much for it because my wife is snowboarding as well. So uh, it's it's fun to have the whole family on snowboard. Absolutely. Actually. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. And now our yeah. son is saying, I want to snowboard too. I want to snowboard too. So yeah. So this year, hopefully we can go, uh, all of us. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. This is the forecast. Kite surfing pod, um, of course, uh, with uh, me, Mike Eriksson, and as always, I have with me Adrian Kerr. Uh, today's topic will be well, you know, it's it is a really exciting time in kite surfing. Um, for me, I'm mostly stranded now because, well, we have no wind, and also it's really really cold, so you don't like, and it's uh, also dark. It's so pitch dark in Sweden all the time now. But mm. we do get a lot of videos for King of the Air entries coming. Uh, yeah. So that will be the topic of today, the big topic. Uh, so have, have you have you seen them? Have you? How many yeah, have yeah. You seen? Yep, definitely. Um, I've mm. watched, I mean, I, 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 I'm not going to say I've watched all, but I've watched the ones that I think are the most important ones to watch because there are guys putting in videos that I don't think who are going to have a chance. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've been, I've been, Imp very impressed but again quite clearly you know kite surfers don't know how to read rules number one you know it's been it's pretty clear that these guys have no idea on reading what the actual rules say about putting exactly videos not. in because it's some of them are just like do they even read it or they just put a video on for the sake of putting yeah, a video yeah, in yeah. 
Yeah, I actually pinged one of uh, one of the guys that I know and and told him, "Hey, do you know that uh, in the rules you have to see the landing?" I didn't get yeah, a response, yeah. but yeah, he, he I think in in the, that one minute clip he he put in, uh, we could probably see like one landed trick or something like that. And um, no point of view either, man. I mean, guys have been putting point of view in all the time. But you know, I'm I'm kind of okay with with a little bit of point of view uh, in the videos as long as they have like two, three, four uh, massive, uh, you know, yeah. uh, jumps being done uh, where where yeah. you film it the right way because that gives a, a sort of a dynamic to it. For, for, for me, it's also uh, this is as you said, this is a way of of putting your hand up and say, hey, I want to be in. This is a video. Yeah. Uh, go check me out. You know. But also uh, for us, the spectators, um, to be able to find uh, the right uh, you know, guys for the competition, it's also good to see uh, a little bit of difference in the sort of um, in the entry video as well. Uh, there's a lot of videos with, I would say, pretty much the same tricks. Uh, so I'm more stoked about the videos that have some variety in them. And also that show off some tricks that that uh, not everyone is doing. Sure. Yeah. I but mean, my, a, sorry, go. I mean, my position on this is is, is probably not a popular decision. Um, honestly, I, I think the I think the judging criteria is is there, but I think the guys know who they're looking at anyway. Mm. Um, I think it's as you said. As I said to you, it's a great way to put your hand up to say, "Look, I'm interested. Um, you know, take notice of me." And I always tell younger riders, I always tell those guys, "Look, if you want to get into this big ear game, you've got to start putting videos into everything, every time, everywhere, because your name will become reoccurring, and you'll start seeing those names pop up. Mm-hmm. And given a chance, like you do at Cold Hawaii or maybe a Tatajuba or something like that, do well, and your name comes to the top of the pile." Um, so I feel that yes, the videos are important and we've seen in the past that videos don't also necessarily mean that having a good video means you're going to get selected. And that's not a popular, that is not popular for people to hear, but it's been the reality of what we've seen. Will we see a difference this year? I hope so, but I can only go on what the past has done. Mm. And in the past we have seen dubious selections at times um so I, I i i've sort of put i'm sort of looking at key areas you know when i look at these these videos for example i'll give you an example like i think um lewis Crathen's video was excellent but he doesn't have anything any you know the, the style of the is great with the wind and what he's doing but it's it's Older big air riding. Mm. There's no board off season boots. That's never going to be. That's never going to be a winner going forward. You know because we've seen we've seen that now. So therefore, I, I I would put him on the in that close pile. I would look at him and say, okay, you know this is a great video, but is it what they're looking for? I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I was actually br- going to bring up Louis' uh, video uh, later on as well, but we can we can do that now. I I really liked uh, his video too and the tricks in there and he has the was it the double uh, boogie loop uh, he, Do- the doobie loop is he calls the doobie it. loop yeah exactly the doobie loop yeah and uh, but one thing that that is um, 
uh, that that sticks out with his video is that he he just put a bunch of clips together. There's no like uh, uh, audio, no no um, no music, nor anything. You can, I mean, it's just. I like, kind of liked that though. I liked that. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, I did too. And and what what made me smile a little bit extra is that I I saw on his I, I think it was his Instagram um, stories, um, and he actually tributed another writer saying. This is the first uh, Coda video entry that I didn't have to hear, have ear, um, uh, what's called, uh, uh, filters on or whatever he said, you know, because there was so loud music. And, and that was actually one of the guys, I don't remember who uh, it was, uh, but he had some classical music in, in uh, to, to it. Uh, so it's fun that he said that and he had no video, no, uh, no audio at all on his. But that's also in the criteria, right? Yep. It does say it doesn't need to be an over-edited piece. Mm. Just show us your best free tricks with landings, your name at the start, the country you're representing, which <laughs> nobody, you know, very few percentage yeah, of exactly. the name yeah. and country. Yeah. A lot, I think a lot of the really young hopeful guys are reading the rules and doing it properly. Mm. Uh, keep it under one minute. And there's a whole bunch that are 105, 110. I mean, Guy Guy Bridges is two minutes long. Um, I know that – I know that. Um, uh, the guy, uh, the guy in the sit chair, his is three minutes long, but it's a king of the chair. He's got a king of the chair video, yeah, which yeah. I thought was quite cool. Um, I, again, as unpopular as the sounds, I don't think the name and the country is going to be a big decider whether they get thrown out or not. Mm. Because they said, if it, you don't meet the criteria, we won't, we won't judge you. Mm. I, I, I think that's, I think it's great to say. Whether it happens, I don't know. No, um, I think they have a sort of a mind uh, already set uh, which ones they want to have in there. Um, yeah, but uh, I, I, I have a feeling I haven't counted uh, the the entries from previous years, but this year it's way above, like I would say, way above sixty. Uh, yeah, and that's, that's about right. Like that every every year they, in. that's about the same number every year. Every it is. Year that, right. The yeah. last couple of years have been getting fifty to sixty around that around that number. So that that is in line with what's been happening. But mm. it has been on the rise, definitely. Um, that that that's about right. And I would expect next year to be bigger with <laughs> with the more riding, more more situations happening. So yeah. that 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 is that has been that is fairly common. Mm. Um, I mean, there's a lot of guys in there who. Are putting in videos who 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 really don't stand a chance, but just getting the videos in for the sake of being in, you know, which I, I think is cool as well. Yeah, that's also one the one thing that I was thinking about when when I watched these uh, these videos. Um, I wonder how most of these riders will actually manage the uh, the winds and the conditions uh, in Cape Town, and also you know uh, being able um, when you are at the competition. And that's why I think it's so important with the Beer Kite League and the, the, the competitions we had like in, in Copenhagen. Yeah. Well, not in Copenhagen, in Denmark with the Cold Hawaii to get these, um, these, these people that actually, I mean, the level of the videos, I'm going to say, is really, really high. Uh, I mean, uh, it wasn't many years ago where, you know, there was a handful of people that can actually do a boogie loop in the world. And now everyone is doing uh, uh, that and, and Megalove board well, offs. I, I think a better example is the Megalove board off, right? Yeah. I think Ontana 
and did it. And then Nick broke his leg doing it, snapped, hurt his ankle doing it. And that was only 2017. Yeah. Now, if you can't do a mega loop board off, I mean, you're not even in the picture really, you know? No. I mean, within three years, the level just went crazy. So I think the mega loop board off is – I remember that year at King of the Air when there was like two guys doing it before the competition, scored high. By round three, a bunch of guys had been starting to land them, and they just started bringing the, bringing the marks down for it because it, it didn't seem to be as high scoring as – it started out to be so yeah it's 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 going to be an interesting one i mean i don't know where they can go next to be honest it sounds like the unhook stuff you know as i said i, I said you know with on colin colin carroll he asked me what i thought and he put it on his show and i said that i think that unhook variations will be sounds like the next step you see what jesse's done i know there's a, a lot of footage, mm-hmm. footage going around of jesse's yeah you know jesse's uh you know but- dangle pass with two bar passes and 400 spins and stuff, you know? So mm. I think we might see a little bit more of that, which I think is great, but not everyone can do that as well. You know, that's a whole, that's becomes a whole nother thing again. Yeah. And, and I've been thinking quite a lot um, about that since, because we, we talked a little bit about it and I've heard you say it a, a bunch of times. And, and uh, I do think that, first of all, I do think that they need to change the the ruling of the competition to make that happen because still it is 70% height and 30% extremity. And if you unhook, you aren't going as high. Potentially you can, but most of the time you aren't. So you won't be scored as high. And then again, if you are jumping like 25 meters and unhooking, the, the I mean it sounds so crazy just to say that yeah exactly I mean what I mean I heard you talk about guys talking about you know the level of uh, the the height of the kite in terms of the freestyle competition in, in in comparison to how much you can injure yourself if something goes sour you know yeah. and the same thing is here do they want to push that level so people actually starting to get uh, you know injured a lot more, uh, both before the competition, but also on the competition. So I'm not so sure that mm. that is, I would like to see more of it for sure. And, and especially I, I, I will say those who can do it, they don't get scored that high. I mean, Mark Jacobs, well, I, I think has well, been I robbed think, of think many points in, in the competition. The, the thing is though, man, if you think about it and, uh, you know, sorry to interrupt you there, but what actually happens though, where, for example, like how Mark and Jesse, you know, using those two guys as an example, mm. have pushed through in heats, is that they've had similar scores for their boogies and their late backs and stuff. But then when it comes to the overall impression, which is the sort of third score, mm. that that's where that that's where that that's where they've actually scored the points because they've had the variety. They've mm. they've they've shown to unhook and maybe it's not been a big score for them, but when it comes to do the overall impression, they're getting that little push over the line. So I think um you need those variations. You need those variations to yeah. get that, that, that mystery score, as I call it, you know, because we don't really know what's or how that's been scored, but that seems to be the cherry on the cake in each round. Mm. If you can, if you can bring something different, um, which is set up for like Yannick to do, right. He can bring some, you know, huge, very different variation. Yeah. That should be the, that should be the little extra going through and to push you deep into the tournament. Mm. I agree. That's how I that's that's how I see no. it. I don't see it as a big scorer, but what I do see it is as uh 
you know, that thing. But I've, if you think about Jesse, when you, not last year, but the year before when he got top score, when he did that, you know, same dangle pass, 5,000 spins. He only scored like a 7.25 for that, I think. And mm. this year, Nick scored like a 9 or an 8, 8.9 or something high. And I've spoken to um, Alex Flieger about it saying, when will we see a 10? We see 10s all the time in surfing. When will we see a 10? We mm. see it in freestyle. If they don't give anyone a 10 this year, I'm going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. So what, what what would be a 10 for you? Who knows? But, dude, you can get a 10 in surfing in a, in a one-foot beach break in in, um, in Rio if you, like, tear the wave apart and you do. You, the thing is, man, everyone, everyone always looks, oh, we didn't have the right conditions. That's not the point. The no. point is that you use the conditions to the maximum you can and you pushed at such extreme levels for what you had, mm. why shouldn't you deserve a 10 for that? Yeah, exactly. I agree. Totally agree. Yeah. So it's not about it's not about the move. Mm. It's about extracting everything you can out of what you're given. Mm. And in surfing, they give a 10. And in freestyle, they give 10s. Mm. So why don't we see 10s in, in big air kiteboarding? Mm. Yeah. It's like it's like a, this mythical thing that they think no one deserves, you know, but mm. I think these guys deserve 10s probably more than most. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Do do you um um do you have a, a favorite uh, entry video? Uh, favorite entry video. Um, you said you mentioned Louis. I think think that was a good. I mean, it's a, g- a good video. It's not my. Favorite. Oh, there's lots of good videos. I mean, there's lots and lots of good videos. I thought mm. Liam's video was great. I thought Jason Vanderspay had a good video. Mm. Uh, there's there's lots of good. There's lots of good videos. Um, <laughs> How how can you? This is the thing, Matt. So everything's different, right? Different conditions, different this. Mm. It's hard to say yeah, yeah. what's a good video, what's not a good video. Um, see the oh, thing I'm asking. The, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I, I have a few, so that that, uh, that yeah. Tell that, me a little bit me. more stuck in my mind, and and uh, one is uh, is one that I lifted uh, a week ago when I was doing the uh, kiteboarding daily, and that's uh, Clement uh, Huo. Uh, yeah, I don't know Clement Huo. Yeah, yeah. Here's- I've got something to say about Clement because I, I'm, I've been pro Clement. Look, he does amazing videos. Yeah, super powered, unbelievable videos. Great all the time, fantastic. But he's been in three comp- major competitions that I've seen in the last year. Mm. King of the Year didn't do very well. Um, Cold Hawaii didn't do very well. Lords of Tram didn't do very well. I, you know, how many? T- that, that comes down to it, right? It comes down to the same thing. I think he's a fantastic rider and his videos are awesome. But how many times do you give a guy a chance if he's not? See, it's, you've got to be tough in this, man. I mean, if you look at the list of people, yeah. you know, you actually have to start being really tough on these mm. people. Like, okay, we've given Clement three chances to prove himself in competition. And I'm not saying Clement can't do it. Maybe he's just got to get his, maybe get his head right. But mm. How many chances do you have to give someone before you think, okay, look, let's uh, maybe give you know Arthur Gibert a chance on Elevate, give mm. him a chance. He he just won. He won Lord of Tram. He's a young yeah. guy. Oh, you know, got new guy in the biggest scene. Let's give him a look. You know. Yeah. So I think it's not just about making it. It's not like a boys' club. Once you're in, you're in. Once you're in, you used to be in. But I think now, once you're in, you've got to prove yourself at that level. And if you don't, mm. you should be pushed to the back of the line, and someone else should come in. Yeah, at least uh, you know uh, need, needing to prove yourself on a on a minor. Uh, I wouldn't say minor, but you know not not the major competitions, but uh, uh, on, on any competition. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, it's not just King of the Air or no. Cold Hawaii, the Lords of Tram. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you need to be able to. I mean, though you think you think if you think about Lords of Tram, right, especially and um, Cold Hawaii, Clement should be on all over those. 
Mm. I mean, he's a big air, he's a king of the air competitor. Mm. You know, there's only about five king of the air competitors in that competition. So he should have been all over that. You know, he should have been using his experience in those big competitions to drive through. Okay, it's a big guy. Maybe the conditions weren't right, but who knows? I mean, mm. it's three, it's three tournament, three big air tournaments stick out to me. And uh, this goes back to what we talk about all the time, you know. Mm. Why do these, why do the same winners win? You know, maybe they've got competition experience, you know. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know, but that's. I think I think Clement puts out fantastic videos. For me, I just I don't think he's proved it on the. And no. He's been given opportunities and not proved it. Yeah, and I I I didn't I didn't mention him as um, the video I think should win in terms of getting into the competition. Um, but looking at video wise, uh, good videos, I would say that many of the videos that we see are pretty much. I mean, they look sort of the same sound sort of the same but Clement I think his video had a different style different video, uh, sound um, to it and also I, I, I have two others that I actually really uh, liked and it was Edgar Ulrich uh, posted a video uh, and he did some tricks in there that I haven't seen anyone else do and same as you mentioned with Arthur Guillier uh, the French guy uh, he did a Megaloop Tic Tac and that was, I think, the first one I saw. Uh, probably not the first one ever done, but uh, it, it's sort of kind of th- same with Simon Brune. He's doing his one-footer uh, boogie loop. Uh, something that sticks out, you know, compared to what everyone else is posting in. That that what's um, uh, but what's make, making me smile a little bit extra when I'm watching it. Oh, and and there sure. are some really good videos in here uh, for sure. Absolutely, I mean. Yeah. Going back to the rules and regulations, it does say it doesn't need to be an over-edited thing. Just show no. us your best three tricks. Yeah, so exactly. again, yeah. like, I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, I mean, I'm looking at the list of riders here that I think will make it, mm. and uh, I think there's going to be some pretty upset people this this year. You know? Yeah. Do you want to share I your think, list? What do you think from the video entries? Um, <clears throat> I mean, I'd, keep that. I'll take a photo and send it to you. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's my i'll tell you what I, I will talk about i will talk about one key area that i think mm. is going to be interesting which is going to be the south african numbers mm. okay so <clears throat> how i see it is i think south africans are going to either have three or four spots and i know it doesn't matter what anyone says i think for a south african home event they're going to look they're going to look to at least get three or four South Africans in there. Mm. You know, they'd be crazy not to give, you know, get those guys in. And to get into those three or four, let's say three spots, you've got Stuart, Josh, Ross Dillon, Jason Van Der Spey, and Mike McDonald. And actually, thinking of good videos, I actually thought Mike McDonald's video was excellent. Probably the yeah. best video he's put in. So now you've got five guys trying to get into three. You've got four guys that are ridden in the event last year. And then Mike, who... <laughs> Had a great video, yeah. You know, trying to get in. So I think that South African grouping is going to be really interesting. Mm. And I know that I know people say, "Oh, there's no groupings, there's no that." But I, I think there's going to be three or four South Africans. I don't know who that makeup is going to be, but that's going to be tough. That's a tough group to get in, and yeah. that's only yeah. because I think it's their home event. And if they had one or two South Africans, the crowd would go crazy, right? I mean, so you, it's good to have South Africans there. It's good to for the sport. So I I, I know that. There's no official rule, but I, that's how I see it. But that's going to well, be tough. They, if, they, if they qualify in their in their riding skills, which they do, uh, yep. then for sure. Um, I mean, it's. Uh, I agree with you, and um, yeah, 
Yeah, it is. I mean, uh, it's, it's a really yeah, long list of really good Stuart's writers. That, sorry, what? I said I didn't think Stuart's video was that great. But again, Stuart was the highest. Stuart and Josh were the highest finishing South Africans last year. Mm. Uh, Ross won a mega loop, so you know, winning a major, it's a bit like you know, you sort of get a bit of grease on the wheel there. Mm. Jason Vanderspey rode last year, did well, put in another great video, has improved an amazing amount. And then Mike has just improved his riding out of this world and doing amazing things for Big Air, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, he's got all the tricks now. He's got the Megaloop board off. He's got he's got everything dialed in. So it would be really good for the competition to have Mike in the competition, I would say. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't, did Ozzy put in a video? I don't think he did, right? I haven't seen it, no, no, yeah. actually. Uh, I, yeah. actually had, I actually had Ozzy written down here, but I crossed his name out because I didn't think he did. But Ozzy always rides in boots and I'm not sure they, <laughs> I'm not sure they're happy about guys in boots. Mm. But um, I, I've crossed Ozzy's name out because I didn't see him, which would have mm. been six guys trying to get into three or four. So mm. if Ozzy's not there, it makes it a little bit easier. I mean, mm. I hope there's no one from South Africa that I've missed on that list, you know? Mm. Yeah, interesting. I have uh, some more um, uh, things that I've seen and questions that I want to bring up with you before we're done. Um, in terms of women, hmm. how many videos have you seen? I might have missed uh, some, but I've seen one. Yeah, Pippa. Pippa. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Now let's talk about the three wild cards. Yeah. See, <clears throat> in my conversations with. Uh, with Sergio, and I will send Sergio a message <laughs> off the record. I will share it with you. But um, I got the feeling Ayrton was going to get another wild card, but I have seen now two or three other strapless guys. I think we saw uh, um, maybe James Carew and um, and uh, uh, Deloitte and yeah. Camille Delamois yeah. put in videos for strapless. Yeah. I personally don't like strapless guys in the competition. I've said that. I'll say it again. Like uh, what uh, Tom Bridge said in his podcast yesterday, very controversial podcast, by the way. He said, it's like me turning up in boots and saying I'm going to ride a wave event. Yeah. You know? They wouldn't let me do it. I can understand. I'm not happy about that because I think that – because this year is going to be harder than ever because we've gone from 24 to 18 yeah. in a year that's completely all over the place. So it very hard to make. I think that takes up a spot. I think Anjali will get a spot. Anjali, sorry. Sorry, Anjali. I think she'll get another spot, which leaves one other spot. Mm. So if they're going a strapless and a female, I kind of think they're going to maybe potentially go for a younger rider and maybe look at someone like Jamie Overbeek. This is what I think. Again, mm. guys, none of this is based on facts. This is just me me thinking thinking around about what I've heard and way the way they've done things in the past. So my three wild cards would be Ayrton, Anjali, and Jamie. But again, saying that, that could be not as well. Mm. But I, that's the kind of way. That's how I, I kind of feel that it might go. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. Um, I'm sort of thinking the same way. Um, there is another question that I would like to bring up in terms of that. And uh, have you seen Sam Light's video? I I haven't seen it. I I've seen it posted it, and because I haven't had a chance he, to look at it yet. he has titled that uh, King of the Air 2021 Wild Card. So, so mm. for me, it's like I, I was thinking, why, why do he write wild card on his video? Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know if it has anything with the wild card, but that that made me think, you know, maybe. He, I did, actually, I think I've seen other people do that as well. Did did um did uh, Aduri write that as well? Because I see Aduri's put in a video. Uh, I, I, I 
I don't know actually. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, so I didn't see that, but maybe, yeah. Yeah, Adury's yeah. there. Adury's put a video in. Yeah. What did you think of? Anyhow, I don't think he will be. Think? It would be crazy to yeah, have sure. Sam Light as a wild card, I would say. But uh, just, in, I mean, since he wrote that, I was a little bit, you know, maybe, maybe he knows something that we don't know yet. Um, but I do think I agree with you. I don't think. Uh, I mean, Ayrton and his performance uh, and his writing is amazing. But let's keep that to a different kind of, you know, a, a competition on their own. Um, and have, you know, as you said. Um, I would rather see someone else, um, one woman, uh, one young kid, and maybe something else. I don't know, but yeah. I think it's just taking up valuable space, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I'd, actually, to be honest, I don't think even three wildcards. I think, why, why give wildcards? Yeah. I mean, we, the whole thing is a wildcard competition, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we've got the spots. We've got Jesse, Aaron, Nick, and Kevin already locked in. Three wildcards. You know, which only leaves 11 guys. It's 11 guys. Okay, so I think already, mm. I think, Let's say Liam's guaranteed to be in because bar barring injury. Mm. So if, I think if you take Liam, Mark, and Stephen Eckersdyke, who I think they'll look after due to the change of the change, change of the yeah. position, that only leaves seven spots, man. Mm. That's seven spots for everybody. Hang yeah. on, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That leaves nine spots. Mm. Nine spots for the rest of the fleet. It's not a lot. Mm. Let's say to give that to four South Africans. That's only five guys for the rest of the fleet after that. I mean, now, yeah. you're, now you're talking, and that's not including the uh, that's not including the Lasses, the Yannicks, the Stigs, the Simon Bruins, the Arthur Gibbs, the Martin Hagers. Mm. There's a huge amount of guys and talent trying to squeeze into this tiny tiny field. That's what I'm saying. This year, someone's going to be upset. Yeah, yeah, uh, mm -hmm. I, I agree with you, and um, that's also why I I sort of asked the the last time if 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 it's not you know a time to see. Uh, an extension of the format uh, in some way. I don't know how, but maybe maybe having a, well, they don't, uh, they've you gone, know, like a qualifier they, they want or something to, outside of yeah, the live well, streaming, keeping it, you know. Um, I, I think if we, if, I think if next year they go for the six fly twos, mm. which is the plan, right? So you mm. have the top three plus six, that's nine. That only leaves another nine spots. It's even, it's even gets smaller. But yeah. in saying that, what that does do is, and if let's say next year there's three wildcards as well, that means there's only you know six spots available, which is ridiculous. Mm. Um, that means that you know those fly twos are going to be ultra competitive, yeah, because guys are going to be flying everywhere to try and get tickets. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's it's, a it's good exciting thing times in one it's way. Exciting. Pardon? Let, let, I mean, let's say I was thinking about that. We, we were supposed to have the beer kite league competition here in Sweden. Let's say that we were uh, able to have like a, a flight to event instead. You know, uh, there will be a totally different kind of start field, of course. Yeah. But then that competition here in Sweden will, will be so much more valuable to and everyone. You know. Uh, the riders that do get in that are local, uh, maybe we can have like a, a, a qualifying, uh, you know, competition up to the flight to event uh, instead, yeah. you know, doing that and the whole media and the sponsors and, you know, everything, it will be bring so much more to the whole competition and to the format if, if we were able to have that, uh, you know, on the table. Um, and for me, I think it's better to have people, um, uh, you know, showing their competence in a competition format than putting a one minute video in uh, and to choose. I know now that 
to be i mean there were supposed to be more flight to events so we are in a different situation here but but still if we have so many video uh entries coming in next year uh, for so few spots i'd rather have more uh flight to events uh instead well, do, do you remember what sergio said right they were fly tours everywhere so they've got europe they got two in Europe with Megaloop and yeah. Cold They won't have one in each Hawaii. continent, I think. That's yeah, so, so then for they've got the one in Hawaii. They've mm. got one in, well, let's say Cavaretto, which is Central America, South America, mm. sort of thing. They've got the one in Asia. Um, you know, there's still Middle East as an option, maybe, or South Africa, do another one in South Africa, something like that. So there are options to do it because yeah. not everything is confirmed on that yet, but mm. – I think it's going to be that's going to be exciting times. That's going to make um, that's going to make for huge competition at these events. And again, you're going to have to have a certain level to get a, to be able to get a fly to right to to be able to qualify for a fly to. You're going to have to show that you you're the level of riding and the judging and the infrastructure is in place. Mm. Yeah, maybe the fly twos will change before we know. Yeah. Maybe there'll be a fly to in the UK. Maybe there'll be a mm. fly to. I mean, the UK they've got so many riders there. When they 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 need a big air event, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I, agree. I mean, look, if, if looking at this, looking at my field. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, I, I do think that also I would like to see um, more of a not maybe not more. I would like to see more flight tours as well. But if if we can't have you know that many flight tours, then I would like to have a. Let's say there was a co collaboration between uh, King of the Air and Bigger Kite League. Uh, so in terms of if you are entering be a bigger kite league uh, competition, um, you actually, you know, of course you will get experience, but you also get like material, you get um, whatever we can, you know, that can help you uh, get into the competition. And more importantly, if mm -hmm. you do get in, uh, then pre be prepared for the competition. I would like to see more collaborations like that, like gathering the whole bigger uh, kite competition. Um, because as you have said before as well, we have two, one or two competitions a year that are like st stamped, you know, um, the major uh, bigger competitions. And then we have uh, gotten the flight tours, which is really good. But still, there are very few competitions where you can actually... Uh, you know, count as being pre pre preparation for the majors. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a tough Makes sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think that's going to take, I, more and more I think it's going to, more and more I think about it, I think it's going to take a few years to settle. Mm. I think this year people are going to be, some people are going to be pissed. But I yeah. think it's going to take time. It's like anything, right? Nobody likes change. But once mm. you get once you get over the shock phase and you get over the shock of adaptation and, and the pro and the product starts to develop, mm. you look back in a few years, and go, "Oh, that was the right move," you know. Yeah. So maybe maybe down the line we're going to look at this and say, "Wow, that was actually a good move to do that because mm. now we're getting a great standard coming to the, the grand final, which is King of the Year. Mm. You know, the best riders in the world are competing, and uh, we're we're seeing." this amazing level, but I think it's going to take, it's going to rock the boat a little bit with the fly twos. And I think it might take some time to settle down, but I think in the long run, it's going to be good. Mm. Yeah. You know what? Um, I haven't seen your video. When did, <laughs> when did you enter? Mate, my video. Dude, what am I going to do? 12 knots? But, yeah, uh, mate, I, I, you know what? There's actually one video entry that is uh, that is worse than uh, if I were or you were to put a video in, we will we will be better than this guy. Who is it? Yeah, Pablo Di Meglio, I think uh, it was. He he sort of he did like a 
three decimeter jump. But the fun part about this video, I can link it as well, but is that he talks about him going there, you know, uh, teaching these guys how to jump high and everything. So it's it's a fun is video, he, but it's tagged like he, Koda. Is he taking the piss? Sorry? Is he taking the piss or is he serious? No, it's just a fun, just for fun, oh. you know. Yeah, it's really, really fun. I can send you the link later. It was you, know, really you, know, thinking about, you know, thinking about it now, man, for wild, the wild card, the wild card position, I think it should be one wild card, and the wild card position should be given to the current world record holder, the guy who's holding oh, yeah. the world record at for that for that calendar year up till December thirty first of that calendar year. At the end of the year, the person who holds the world record, in this case Martin Hager, will get the wild card to King of the Air for that year. So for that year, no, it doesn't matter. So like 2020, 2020 right? Come December thirty first. Yeah. Let's say December first when the videos are in. Whoever's the world record holder at that stage. Gets an entry, even That's if that right. record is from like 2018 or something. No, no, no. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter if it's, yeah. it's if it's unbroken for the next two years. That same person gets it right, but every year it moves yeah. a, a little yeah. bit. So, for example, that will actually push people to, you know, to try try the woo access. So you actually get six entries plus a woo record, mm. which actually will push the sport even more as well. Yeah, I mean, you if they what? are judging height, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to um, Leo Koenig about that and say, Leo, here's an idea for you. Yeah, I think that's a great idea because they are they are um, I mean it is still seventy percent height in the in the judging sure. criteria. So why, I, I why think that's the, why shouldn't thing. the highest jump in the world be there, King yeah, of the Air? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with you. I agree for sure. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's a good one, idea. One wild card next year. One wild card. I will. I will go for that. That's probably my uh, no. Because <laughs> otherwise, it's going to be too hard, man. I mean, yeah. If you're talking about. Six guy, uh, the top three plus six, that's nine plus one wild card, 10 only leaves eight spots. Yeah. Eight spots, mm. you know. So it's, uh, I think next year, one wild card, king of the air entry, and uh, eight guys, eight guys out of the videos, or eight guys with the backhanders or sponsors, who knows? Mm. Who's, yeah. who, who's your pick? Give me your, give me your, give me your writing list. You want to oh, shoot? I, I haven't, I haven't thought of a complete list, to be honest. Um, I can uh, I can have who, uh, who, who's your who's your who is the bolter who you think will make it this year? Oh, there's so many good riders. I'm kind of uh, hoping that Mark Jacobs will be uh, up at the top there. Um, he'll I get think it, he deserves sure. it. No, 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 no. Who's your bolter to be in the competition this year? To to make it into the team list, like a guy come out of the blue. You think? Oh yeah. Uh, come out of the blue. Uh, I don't think we will see a name coming out of the blue. No, I think, no, maybe I not. Think, to be honest, I think Arthur Gilbert is, is uh, yeah. it's a good, uh, yeah, good, uh, good pick. Uh, he is yeah. proving himself and he's really pushing it. And now also with showing off some new tricks, uh, I, I will, I would like to see him. Um, also, of course, Yannick for sure. I mean, Yannick has been. He has, he's not a bolter. Yannick's not a bolter. I think he's going to be not. I don't say. I'm not going to say he's a favorite, but he's going to be up there with one of the top picks. But yeah, I think so too. Uh, who else? Um, I, it's so hard, you know. Uh, I think so. I, would I, like I think to, I've got. I've got sort of Simon Bruin and Arthur Gibbert both pinned in that sort yeah, of. Yeah, Simon Bruin was my name too. I would love to see Tom Ridge, but uh, I will. I would. I was hoping that he will, you know, be able to prove himself on the cold Hawaii. Unfortunately, he got injured, so he what couldn't. Did, what did you think I would of like his, to see uh, his style in the competition? Yeah, what 
What did you think of uh, Lightwork, his latest edit? Did you see it today? I haven't seen it today, actually. I've been, no, uh, awesome. I've been away today. But yeah, I've, I've, I've seen it in the social media and it's getting really good re- reviews. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to it tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah, I will for sure. I'm hoping to see Stig in there as well. As I think mentioned Stig, I think Stig, I think, yeah. I think, Stig, um, I think, Stig, I think he, Stig has both the, the skills, the style, and the personality, you know, um, he's, yeah, he's one of my, my names as well to, to make it to the list. Um, yeah. as, we, as we mentioned, Stig, the Holy Quran starts playing. <laughs> the what? I said, can you hear the Quran in the background? Oh the yeah, no, I don't hear it now. I haven't really said. But on that note, I think it. we need to end this episode. Uh, we can talk about this for ages. And I need but, another beer. And you need another beer. Adrian, exactly. let's do uh, a follow-up on this when we actually do have uh, the writing well, list. I'm guessing it will be... I think it's coming out on the 10th, isn't it? 10th of December? 10th of December. All right. Yeah. So, so then we I do mean, an episode when we have the list and... and Christmas, uh, we'll do our Christmas final that. Christmas episode of the year. Sorry? Work. We can make it our Christmas episode. Christmas episode. Should we do Christmas Eve? No. <laughs> no, shit, no. <laughs> Next, this one can be the last one of the year, fifteenth or something like that. Yeah, we can. We can try. Uh, try to have. Uh, yeah, maybe the the last one. Uh, or or depending on what happens. I mean, we still are have the the waitlist we haven't talked about. So maybe maybe one. Maybe more. we can do a post waitlist show just before Christmas. Post waitlist show. Yeah, waitlist. Yeah, that would be good. good. You know, uh, it would be good to pick your brain a little bit about the uh, off the birth of. Uh, of uh, the whaleys, you know, what you thought and the comments you got and everything. Okay, that's good idea. Okay. <laughs> 18, I think the whaleys will be out on the 18th. I think that's the pinned, pinned date. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's something like that. So cool. we can have we can have one Christmas uh, extra where we yeah, have why not? Santa why hats not? or anything. Santa hats, and, Santa hats and whiskey. Yeah, exact. That, that's, that's perfect. Let's do that. Sounds dangerous. Yeah, right, good man. night.